Last time we were talking about that the previous episode was the 10th episode, but you know, we can't math, so I apologize for that. But for sure, if my math was correct, if my maths was correct, this is the 10th episode. Guys, I have here with me via mysterious channels, Ron himself and Agent Neil. Thank you, dudes, for, you know, hopping on on this impromptu kind of sort of not really uh, second to last minute podcast. What's up, guys? Yo. What's up, guys? Hey, they didn't need to know it was last minute. We could have been planning this for months, maybe years. They didn't need to know that. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, we've been planning this for a while. But, dude, like uh, that meme, 4 a.m. is for going to bed not getting up <laughs> so that's been my life for the past uh month and change a little over uh five weeks so it's been kind of rough on your boy uh to pump out podcasts consistently because when i do have the time off yeah when i do have the time off i'm like passing out on you guys when we're on skype just chatting away or i'm at Rome's house, you know, we're all chilling. I'm passing out on, on his uh, uh, computer chair. Horrible. I know. This man looks like my out. drunk uncle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Horrible. Jeez. Like, I, I've never done that. It's, it's, it's real. So, you know, regardless of that, I'm here. I got the crew with me. I got the boys. Cause we are the boys. You know, we, good show, by the way. Very good show. Uh, Please watch the boys on Amazon Prime TV, please. Yes, Amazon yes, Video. Yes. Please do that. It's a really good show. They're filming the second season, so good show. Hey, but, we're not sponsored by them yet, right? No, not, not yet. yet. Okay. Yeah. We're watching though. We're watching Amazon. All right. You guys need, you know, need some sponsors, you know. You need mm-hmm. some sponsees, I should say. Yeah. Go no further than Ruben TV podcast. Yeah. Of course, of course, you know, um, trying to get them sponsors, but, you know, we got to crawl before we can walk. At least, you know, we can walk, but this podcast is still in, in its infancy, so we got to, you know, we, we'll get there. We just got to, you know, grow, learn and grow, and trust me, we'll, we'll get there. And, uh, I'm doing this not only for myself, but for everyone listening. And speaking of the listeners, thank you for tuning in when this goes live, of course. You know, we're not live yet, but, you know, never know in the future. But regardless, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for your support. And, you know, just I'm, I'm basically achieving the dream here. And I got, you know, the boys with me again. So, 
of course, RoomPrimeTV.com, Twitter at RoomPrimeTV, and also your boys, Ron himself, Romulus underscore himself on Twitter, Agent Neil123 on Twitter. Yeah, yes. So, guys, plugs and and shilling aside, let's get to it. Let's get into the news. Yes, in the news. Oh, this is so cringe. Yes, it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Come on, come on. Can you guys act cool for once? Come on, man. Hey, we're, we're, sir, excuse me, sir. We are always cool. I'm Ah. so cool. I am at negative 20 degrees right now. I'm that cool. All right, sir. Just read the news. Uh, Lord, okay, news, real news, got it. Uh, what are you doing, man? What are we talking about today? Okay, we we're gonna talk about cancel culture first off. Ooh. Yeah, we it's it's just been this epidemic. Like you, anyone of prominence is usually celebrities. They they have a different opinion, and they get canceled. And I I just for the life of me don't get it to me this whole cancel culture with a lot of movements they're just to me really dumb and it just shows that people are showing their their petty side they're also quick you know quick you know to the punch to to just cancel someone because of different opinions without much evidence just like you can call someone you know the p word you know pedo you call someone you know rapist whatever without no evidence you can cry rape without no evidence you can ruin a person's career and it doesn't matter and i want to talk about this you know of course with the boys here and also i want to get i know you guys listened to my thoughts on Dave Chappelle and his stand-up special on Netflix, but I want Neil and Rome to give, you know, just take a few minutes to give their thoughts and opinions on it. And also correlating with the cancel culture and SNL comic. I don't know why, how SNL is still a thing, but it's a thing. I need you to brush me up on that when we get to it, because I didn't even know that was a thing. Uh, Yeah. When we get to that, just let me know. Yeah, all I'm going to say is that uh, a comedian on SNL got fired over some racist jokes impersonating uh, Chinese, you know, someone with a Chinese accent, uh, homophobic slurs, you know, mm-hmm. kind of what the same thing that Dave Chappelle did on his special and of course, people are like, you know, they, they just can't help themselves. So we're going to talk about that. And also some news, some tidbits about it's two weeks. Like last time I checked, school's been in session for now, two weeks, right? Yeah, it's been about two and, weeks. And I got here, I got here tragedy at Oceanside. Cops, uh, cops. Fatal stabbing of a 16-year-old boy was over a girl. 
doesn't the teens took videos instead of helping and uh of course rome he brought this up to my attention a few days ago and you know on my way to work we were you know talking about it and it's something i wanted to talk about because this is the whole bystander effect and we should probably Talk about the the. Uh, let's not get too ahead, you know. Yeah, what I mean? yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. We'll, we'll talk about everything else. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just like giving a preview. Just okay. Basically, this is an example of the bystander effect. But of course, there's a lot more to this that we we talked about and mm-hmm. we got to. But just it's two weeks into the school year and there's already a death and over some, you know, senseless like. Yeah. So we will talk about this, but gentlemen, I wanna I want your guys' takes on the whole Dave Chappelle stand up special because uh I know I had my thoughts on it. And of course you weren't heard and on Room Prime TV you have to be heard. So you know, going around, going around the table. Uh, what are your overall thoughts on Dave Chappelle's uh, Netflix special? And, of course, all the critics that said, of course, a lot of SAW left pandering. And they hated it. They were offended. And also, we're, we'll get into the whole offended thing and whatnot. But what are your thoughts? Essentially, what are your thoughts on this stand-up from Dave Chappelle. Uh, you want to go first, Rome, or uh, I should go? Uh, you can you can start it off. I'll jump. I'll um. You you start it off. I'll try to keep mine brief, but effective. But you can you jump in there, man. Yeah. Uh. That that is just funny. <laughs> oh man, it was so good hearing, you know, good old non-PC stand-up. Here's the thing, man. Which people clearly forgot, you know, these people have been talking, these comedians, you know, we got Chris Rock, Tucker, you know, all of them. They always been pushing the envelope in their standups. Always. Always. So and that and that was back then. And back then people got triggered, but there was no way for them to all mob up together so easily and just attack them. And just yes. get everybody to get everybody all riled up, you know. Of course. But um, what what Dave Chappelle was saying, there was some truth to a lot of things. There there was truth to a lot of things. I'm trying to remember that one. Uh, which one was it? Uh, saying the f word versus oh. saying nigga, 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 yeah. right? It- yeah, you, you you can say you can say both words because it's in context to what's what we're talking about. So fire away. Yeah. <laughs> so he was like, I can't say fuck. <laughs> Yell that. <laughs> but now, nah, um, yeah, that's, there's some truth to that. There's a lot of truth to that, man. Yeah. You know, you could say nigga, 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 nigger all day on TV. Yeah, on his show, like. Yeah. Yeah, um, dude, on his show, um, his show, you know, the Boondocks, you know, many other urban shows, you know, they say the N word, whatever, you know. But when he said that, oh, the reason why he couldn't say 
faggot, it was because he wasn't gay. And I'm like, first of all, for her to say that, gay people don't only call them. First of all, gay people don't call themselves faggots. So that's weird for you to say that. Yeah. Oh, you gotta be gay to say that. Like, what? Anywho, but you know, and he was like, "Yo, but I'm also not a nigger either." But you still let me yeah. say it. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. No. And it, yeah, the, the reason, but the yeah. whole thing on the whole, you can't say, you know, faggot unless you're gay. It's it's kind of that whole thing where it's like, you can't talk trash about my family because like like I can call my sister whatever, but you can't say that because that's my sister, and that's that's always a, been a dumb argument. So and it's always a dumb logic. Why are, why are you saying, oh, I can say this to you, but you can't. If you say that, I'm going to fight you or whatever it is. But it's like you shouldn't even talk to your sibling or whoever that is like that anyways. Yeah, comedy's always meant to push, you know, the envelope. It's always meant for that. It's always meant to get a reaction out of you. You know, sometimes a lot of comedians plug their um, own, you know, beliefs into their, you know, skits and all that. But it's like, you know, you got to understand that – you can't be so easily offended. You know, I can understand if Dave Chappelle was outright attacking people like, oh, I hate, I hate gays. Gays all can they all die, all this, all that. Then that's that then that's hateful. Yeah, there was no malice. Yeah, yeah there was no malice and during his stand-up. Not nothing hateful, nothing spiteful towards the sub, you know, the groups of people. That he was talking about. It was just, hey, I'm going to correlate real life shit into my comedic routine. And it's going to be a lot of true shit, but I'm going to make people laugh. And if people get offended by it, oh, well, that's just comedy. Comedy is supposed to be funny and pushing the envelope, like you said. And also, it's going to offend people. Like That's what it is. But people think, oh, comedians use it as a way to hide their phobia, you know, homophobia and all this other stuff like that. I'm like, that's not entirely true. That is not entirely true, man. Yeah, It's not. I'll, uh, if I can, I'll jump in. I just uh, try to keep it brief, like I said, effective. Um, My thoughts on the actual stand-up, I thought it was very good. It was actually one of Chappelle's better stand-ups that he's done in, like, maybe a decade or so. Yeah. Um. It, it was very good. Um. Lots of funny stuff. Lots of good surreal stuff. You know, like in terms of like, you know, what he was going. Like, I I love like one of my favorite jokes was kind of how he roped in women. Like he was like, yeah, you know, abortion. You guys should be able to do that. And like all the women cheered, but he was like, we should be able to leave. And then like they kind of started booing. And I thought that was pretty like it was clever <laughs> how he did that, and it was kind of funny. And it does bring up that argument that hey. Should you know if if you want abortion to be legalized, which me personally, sure, I agree with that. You know, not everyone is is fit to take care of a child, um, and you know, especially if if it was, you know, I hate to say an accident, but you know, you should be able to to handle that. So it was it was cool how he brought that up. But yeah, now just going about the act about you know the backlash or whatever, he didn't do anything that's not out of the realm of a comic. Like everyone is so like like. Everyone, everything has changed so much that, you know, people are saying, oh, he was an abrasive comic. Like, I saw some articles saying, oh, he's edgy, he's this, this, and that. And I'm like, he didn't do anything different. Like, this is this is stuff that comics have always done. What, you can go back. Richard Pryor, uh, Eddie Murphy, 
you can go back like and see this stuff. Bernie Mac, like yes, you can go back and watch. This was comedy, and it still is. And here's the thing that people that don't understand: comedy. I get it; it's subjective. Good jokes and bad jokes come out of the same mouth. You know what I mean? Yes. And I understand that. Oh, uh, you know, there's no like someone said before. There's no funny rape jokes. And here's the thing: I don't think there's a funny rape joke. But there is jokes that can involve a rape that can actually be funny. And it's not the act of rape being funny. Let me clarify that for yes. anyone to say, oh, you're like, you're, you know, pushing rape or whatever. No, that's of course not. That's the, one of the worst things in the world. But what I mean is the like the context around the actual thing. Someone saying, oh, and he did this to her and that to her. And this is that's terrible. But there's definitely been context. Same thing with murder. There's been funny murder jokes. There's been funny religious jokes. There's been funny, um, whether straight, uh, lesbian, you know, LGBT, anything. There's jokes in, in uh, how can I say, there's always funny jokes and there's bad jokes. And that's what people, you know, tend to separate. Yeah, there's a lot of distasteful jokes, too. But anyways, yes. I don't want to go off topic too much. But, but basically, yeah, yes. I don't think Chappelle did anything, like, wrong. All he did was just be a comic. And that's what comics have done. Since the dawn of time, since the, you can go back, like I said, you know, go back all the years. It's just that, yeah, we're in a different climate now. And I understand that, you know, a lot of things that were tolerated more in the past is not now, whether it's a good thing or a bad thing, how you look at it. But I do think in the realm of comedy, my whole thing, just don't go. Why go if, if I'm if I'm a person that's offended by color jokes? I'm a black guy, right? I'm a black, well, I am a black guy. I'm a black guy. I live in New York. You know, if I'm scared, not scared, if I hate racist jokes, why am I going to go to a stand-up of a guy who's known that does racist jokes so I can go and sit in the front crowd and be, my arms folded and be mad and pissed off that he made all these jokes? (laughs) Yeah, like, I don't get that. If If you're LGBT, right, and you go to someone who is very you know who does that and and that can be annoying too because that's the, another thing is your whole stick shouldn't be that if you yeah. have one or two jokes whatever if it's good but if you if your whole stick is racist jokes or you know uh homosexual jokes or whatever get off the stage you're you're whack but anyways if you're if you know you're going to be offended by that why even go and that's I remember even before when Chappelle did the two stand-ups for Netflix a few years ago people were like pissed off about it you see people like visually in the front row upset that he made like gay jokes and it's just like why go if you're going to be offended you know and I'm not telling you, you don't have the right to be if you want to be offended that's fine that's you but I just why put yourself in a predicament like that why mm-hmm. go there so I'll just say, you know, to wrap it up, like, I think it was good. And um, I guess the backlash is to be expected. But at the same time, um, you know, I don't think Chappelle did in the terms of being a comic. I don't think he did anything. He didn't do nothing different. He did anything that every comic would have done in the past. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely right. Like he did what any, you know, comedian will do is to entertain. <laughs> and hey. You got to rustle off some feathers, especially when there's a truth involved in what he was talking about. Yeah. In the way that. Like, oh, my bad. Go ahead. Yeah. In the way that he was rolling in uh, people like, oh, you, you know what? One of the best 
parts of that stand-up when he basically uh, described people in 2019, the whole cancel culture, uh, just going and attacking someone without any evidence, you know, basically crucifying them. And oh, like in five, 10, 20 years, you know, I'll, you know, I'll find something about you from way back and I'm, you know, I'm going to ruin your life. I'm going to ruin your whole livelihood, your career, your life, your status in, in society and people in the crowd. Oh, the, uh, that's Trump. It's like, what? It's like, he said you. And they know. I, I fucking died. That was that was one of the best parts. Of that that doesn't sound like Trump. <laughs> yeah. When, he, when I first saw it, and he was saying that I did not get a Trump vibe at all. Me neither. It was just people wanted to just, just they perpetuate that whole, just perpetuate that whole, uh, you know, fuck Trump, hating Trump. Is it's all the negativity they try to put it out into everything, even when it doesn't belong. And that's what happens. And dude, they they just you know they got the rug pulled up from under them. I loved it. And that's what comes supposed to do. You know, supposed to you know supposed to go on a ride, a magical ride. You know, dude, there's bumps, there, there's curves, there's flips, all that. That's what comedy's supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Taking that ride. And unfortunately, people didn't like the ride. It's like, hey. You know, with Dave Chappelle, you know what you're gonna get. He's gonna, he's the gloves are off with him, mm-hmm. and it's okay to be, you know, to take things like, of course, you, 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 you know, you, you know, you and the boys, we and the boys, we we crack on each other, we we cut ass on each other, we we roast each other, and sometimes we you may feel, you know, some type of way about it, but afterwards, like, you know, laugh it off, whatever. You, you know, have a level, a level head about it. But just nowadays, people just don't have that mentality now. It's just, mm-hmm. they just take everything personally. You see their lives on social media. Everything is serious. Nothing is, you know, they can't take a joke. They can't enjoy life. They can't look at the fine things in life. They just try to find any little thing to just, to just make it serious. Oh, fun and games are over, and that's what happens now. That's what's going on nowadays. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Is, yeah. Oh, I'll say real quick. The problem yeah, is yeah, no. too comfortable with trying to freaking cancel people. It's like it rolls the tongue so nicely for people to say that we're canceling you. Mm-hmm. People are getting too comfortable with doing that. Yes. Too comfortable. Yeah, that's it, true. Cancel culture is uh, because it's it's easy to just get people on board to just like, let's just stop. You know, let's just cancel them. And if you if you really want to cancel somebody, just stop supporting them yourself. But don't get mad at other people for supporting them. Yeah, that's, that's another that's thing. Like, yeah, you don't have to go like I, like I said, you don't have to go to his standups. You don't have to watch his Netflix shows. That's how you you know I don't want to say cancel somebody, but that's how you 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 stop supporting them when you do that, you know, and whatever it is in any type of thing, if it's comedy, sports, whatever it is, anything in the world that you feel like, Hey, I don't want to follow this person anymore. You know, I mean, I don't want to support this person. You, you, you know, if you pay money 
to sub to them or whatever, you stop doing that, you stop following, you stop giving them views, and that and that initially hurts them because you're always one view, you're one person. So if other people feel that way, you guys are just you're gonna hurt them by doing that. Exactly. But don't try to be like, yeah, I'm taking everyone with me, you know, and we're gonna ruin this person and make sure that their life is a living hell because they said one thing, you know. Yeah, speaking of that, you want to talk about cancel culture? Uh, Sarah Silverman. She defends Dave Chappelle and humor that offends. That's comedy. You're overstuck. From the Los Angeles Times. So I'll read just a line or two. When it comes to the tales of the Emmys, few are more bittersweet or just plain sweet than when it's then it's already canceled series or recognized with a nomination. But so tickled says Sarah Sermon. Well, series I Love You, America was canceled by Hulu after the second season ended late last year, but has been nominated for an Emmy. Yada, yada, yada. Got canceled six months ago. I moved on. But we had such a great time. And we're sad that it got canceled. It was nominated for a first season, blah, blah, blah. blah. And then she just goes on and talks about her, her, her show. Mm-hmm. And I scroll down. It's a lot of fluff in this article. A lot of fluff. And she talks about a lot of, lot of anti-Semitism. Because, you know, she's Jewish. Jesus Christ, Los Angeles Times. Hmm. <laughs> I mean, I, I'll say this while you're looking yeah. at that stuff. You know, Please. she's going to defend because she's a... She gets it. She's a comic. Most comics will get it. That's why comics comics are good at backing. They'll back each other. It's very few times where you'll see it like they all just shun a person unless they do something like physically do something really messed up, like the Louis C.K. situation. Yeah, and even that's then you had some people. Yeah, even then you had some people still like you know behind him. But I, you know, that's physical versus actually sane. So, of course, she's going to, you know, she's going to be behind him. And there's going to be a lot of us. There's a lot of other comedians saying he didn't do anything wrong. He just he's being a comic. This is what comics have been doing since the dawn of time. And, you know, basically, I get it. You know, people's emotions now and everyone's different in the way everything is. You're trying to change it up. But, you know, it's 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 really a a, a kind of a touchy feely thing, you know, in terms of like. You know how things could be. It but. is unfortunately. It, it truly is, and I feel like she's gonna get canceled too because if she hasn't been, and you, you got to remember, comedians stick together for the most part. Yep. Because they they want to protect their craft, and Joe Rogan, shout out to Joe Rogan, he has talked about this because he, he's a comic as well, and. It's it's just so awe-inspiring, not in a good way, in a bad way, just how, like, like you're just, you know, entertaining people by, you know, with your stand-up, with using your real-life experiences, using real-life struggles and, and, and happenstances, whatever, for your stand-up. And now, any anyone can get triggered and... That's it. They just essentially killing off comedy. They essentially killing off comedy with us, and it's like, so we can't laugh anymore. 
Like everything is so dry. Everything's so watered down now because we're afraid to offend people. Yeah, they want you to tiptoe around everything. Yeah, I'm I'm tired of it. That's why, like, I hope Dave Chappelle triggered everybody in in those fucking groups. I hope he triggered females. You know, the, these third wave Me Too. You know, feminists. You know, the LGBTQ. You know, just everyone he mentioned in that stand up. Cause hey, the truth hurts. If it, like I like I keep saying, if it don't apply, let it fly. So it applied. So they ain't flying. They're grounded. They ain't going. They ain't going to Cancun anytime soon. So they they're grounded, and that's why you have all this outrage. But in a, in a while, it will go. It will die down, and they will go to whatever triggers the masses. That's how it is. They get triggered by one thing, and then they move on to the next. And they can't like Dave Chappelle doesn't care. Like he he's good. He has a good fortune. He's in the country. He doesn't have to deal with this shit. You know the the blowback and whatnot. Like he's good. Yeah, he don't he don't care at all. Yeah, he he don't, he doesn't give a fuck. And that's why, like I commend Dave Chappelle. I applaud Dave Chappelle. Because he doesn't give a fuck. We need more people like that. We need more people that do not give a flying fuck about what people think. He's doing his his job. If he's making you laugh or he's making you offended or he's making you think, he's doing his job right. You Absolutely. Know? Yeah. So, yeah. And so. I will see another problem with cancel culture, and this is Go the ahead, biggest dude. one. There's no redemption arc. You don't get a redemption arc at all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't get one at all. So if you if something if a story comes out on you saying that whole how you raped this girl, or you call somebody uh or you know, some of this other crap, right? Yeah. And then it comes down that you never did you never did anything at all. You're not allowed to, to freaking make a comeback. You're not allowed to even get an apology. People won't even apologize. You know, for doing all the fucking stuff they did to you. So accuse you for all the stuff. Uh, uh, what's this guy's name? Uh, I cannot remember his name. What's his name? I think he's a YouTuber. But yeah. basically, the story was um, some girl went to his hotel. Cause, you know, went to his hotel because she wanted to watch Netflix. And you already know what goes down when motherfuckers ready to watch Netflix. She was coming to fuck. Yes. But when they got to the hotel... You know, I guess butt. she she got she got cold feet and it's she just left. Mm. But instead of just doing that, just leaving, and it's that's it. You know, I didn't want to from him, so I just left. Whatever, it is nice. what it is. Nope, she got to make up some bullshit. Got to make up some bullshit. How? Oh, when I got in the hotel, he said, "Nah, we not turning Netflix on. We getting right the fuck in." <laughs> Imagine that. Yeah, he, right. He came in and she turned the TV off. <laughs> no, <on> Netflix. <laughs> they had the B movie on. He's like, nah. <laughs> he turned B movie off. <laughs> He's like, nah. But yeah, like instead of just going home and it's like, you know what? I didn't like it. She was just she was she embarrassed herself and she couldn't bring it to herself to say, oh, I'm sorry for what I did. Like, I'm sorry for. You know, running out on you like that. I wasn't ready. Yada yada. That could have been it. Ended it right there. Nope. 
she got to go on Twitter and make us make herself a victim. So, you know, you know, motherfuckers going to come in white night yeah. and go attack them. And she got the mob. She got the mob on her, man. Freaking destroyed him. Destroyed him, man. Well, if you want to even talk about, you know, the no redemption thing, you could even go as far back to, to pro Jared. Look at what happened with him. You know the pro Jared. <laughs> he's not even allowed. He's not allowed <laughs> he's not to defend allowed himself. <laughs> evidence. Yeah. Thing. So I'm not, he's not allowed to freaking defend himself. And defend def- himself. Yeah. Oh. He tried to defend himself, and people said, "Who cares? <laughs> the tea is cold." I, yeah. Dude, that was the funniest thing I ever seen. It's like, wow, someone can get accused of doing something that they didn't do. Everyone immediately jumps on them and stops supporting them. They keep their mouths quiet because they're getting a lawyer and they're trying to they're trying to fix that whole thing. And then next thing you know, they come out and they're like, yeah, see, she lied or he lied or whoever lied. And this is wrong. And I've been wrong. And this is not true. And this, this and that. And then people are like, oh, shut up. Who cares? Like, <laughs> who cares? This is over. The drama's done. We don't care anymore. Who cares if you want to clear your name now? Who cares if you didn't really do anything and was falsely accused? Get out of here. Yeah. Crazy get get, get out of town. Yeah, it's insane, it's, yo. It's ridiculous, it's man. man. And it's then, you know, people love oh people love watching the world yeah. burn. People love watching people lose everything. Like remember with the James sure. Charles situation. People on um when that whole thing went down with him, when a guy came out and said that James Charles inappropriately touched him and all the other crap, even though I ain't going to get into all that. Anywho, yeah. basically, people love that James Charles was losing so much followers and so much subscribers. People reveled in it. They loved it. Oh, my God, you lost over 2 million subscribers. Oh, oh, oh. They was jerking yeah. onto it. They was getting yeah. off. Oh, my God. Oh. People love drama, man. They they love it because it distracts them from the fact that their lives are just empty. They have it's a not fulfilling. Internet phenomenon. It's it is dangerous. It's not fair. That's what happens. Non non yeah. people live non fulfilled lives, and they they get glee in watching other people, uh, yeah. their lives fuck up. That that's all it is. That's what this kind of the whole Zoe Quinn thing too. That led ah. the guy to freaking killing himself. Yeah, that bitch. That that bitch is fucking. Oh, the yeah, yeah. I heard about that recently. Yeah, chick was a fucking demon. Dude, yeah, that was unfortunate. He got blamed. People are guilty before being. Oh my. <coughs> People are guilty before being proven innocent, which is not fair. Nope. That's not fair. You're automatically guilty. You're not allowed to freaking prove your innocence or nothing. You're automatically guilty. And even when you're innocent, you're still guilty because. They are people already see you in that light. It's too late. Your yeah, name is already tarnished. There's always an asterisk by your name. You know, you can't Google somebody. Like if if there's rape allegations or whatever, and then it comes out that it's not true. Even if you Google that person, you're always almost gonna see, you know, oh, such and such person was charged with rape or not charged with rape, you know, persecuted or whatever it is. Like you're you're gonna always see like an asterisk. It's always by your name. Oh, oh this man. person. Mike Tyson. People still bring up the fact yes. that Mike Tyson was a convicted rapist. That happened. What was that? That was in the nineties. And mm-hmm. I'm not saying, and I'm not saying, you know, it's always oh, should be forgotten. But every time you see Mike Tyson, it shouldn't always be brought up. That guy has changed everything around his whole life. Yep. 
and people still, right? yeah, people bring it up just for spite. Going back to earlier, people just for for love, headlines, for yeah, cool. headlines, attention. They just they just love they just love just bringing up stuff and seeing how people react to it. You know, but I don't know. They they you know they keep you know I don't know if they still do it now, but when you know recent. I don't understand why, like, you will try to bring that shit up. And, and good thing for Mike that he's he has a restraint. Of course, he doesn't want to go to jail. <laughs> That's a good deterrent. Because if it works for him, <laughs> right? he'll, yeah. yeah, that can knock you the motherfucking fuck out. Yeah, you can still fucking you can still like he he has a skill. Baby, you never. Yeah. Once a boxer, always a boxer, man. Um, but yeah, I, the LA times has failed me. It was fluff, but I found the interview that she was talking about, uh, Sarah Solomon, uh, the Dave Chappelle, how she basically stood up for him, defending him. So shout outs to the, the cheat sheet.com. Thank you. Cheat sheet. You are ways better than the L.A. Times. Uh, on September 16th, the comedian spoke with the with the Los Angeles Times. They suck about the climate surrounding comedy these days. Uh, and I quote, it's almost like there's a muted McCarthy era where any comic better watch anything they say. And quote, she explained. During the era, uh, during the actual McCarthy era, the House Committee, the House Committee uh, on American Activities conducted investigations that led to the to the imprisonment of firing of many. She pointed out the drama revolving around sticks and stones, saying that at the end of the day, it's art. I loved I loved it. Solomon stated there were there were things in it that I did not like, but has been a special has been a special you love and agree with across the board obviously not uh, that's comedy you overstep you say things you might not even believe by the time it comes out but you're always changing that's art it's not politics i want to with that statement end quote by the way at that statement i want to bring something up with this cancel cancel culture all these movements have one thing in common, and I've spoken to this. I've spoken about this to you guys many times. They're politicizing everything. They're turning anything into a weapon. They're turning uh, entertainment. They're turning social issues. And there's, you know, with social issues, there are uh, political undertones in it, as they should. But just making everything, every every walks of life into a political weapon. And you see that nowadays, especially with the cancel culture, with Me Too, with the LGBT movement, with everything. And you you see this. The fact that you go out and you go out and, and try to entertain. You have to be entertained. You watch a movie and there's just before, it used to be subtle, and now it's just blatant. All these agendas, all this, all these politics, 
not not our politics, it's yeah. someone else's politics that we're seeing and being force fed. So I want you guys, you know, just briefly, uh, you know, do you agree? Do you disagree? You know, what are your thoughts on the everything being politicized, everything turned into a political weapon? Yeah, yeah freedom, freedom of speech, uh, a country where, you know, freedom of speech is such a big thing. It's starting to turn into, um, you know, the exact opposite. And now you're you're basically, you know, people are losing their livelihoods for freedom of speech. You, if you say something, you know, on social media that most people don't agree with, you know, and it could be a negative thing, too. And I get it. You know, you'll lose your job. You know, you'll say something messed up, you know, maybe making fun of, you know, suicide or a rape joke or anything. Um, yeah. And you'll lose in, in a lot of situations, you'll lose, you know, your career. And um, whether or not you should lose your career or not is, is something I, I don't I don't think, you know, the way you put it like this, if yeah. you are very good at what you do at your job and your job hired you because you are very good and you are one of the best employees on what you do, your yes. personal beliefs should not affect your job. That's just me personally. Your your what you feel, no matter how messed up you can be, you can be a racist you know, piece of crap. But if you're really good at your job, you're really good at your job. If you yes. have a degree in what you do and, you know, you're uh, top notch at it because you if you I'll say this real quick. If you uh, I don't know if you're a lawyer, yeah. but you just hate you. Just, you're just very racist and you're just racist against Asian people. And you're like, oh, I hate Asian people, blah, 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 whatever. You should not lose your your uh, lawyer, your license or degree. I'm not sure what they have. Um, which allows them to, you know, yeah. do the job, but whatever it is, you should not lose that because you're because you're a racist. Now you are a piece of crap, but once again, that is your job. And I and just going back to the, the normal, the you know, the topic at hand, yeah. I feel that you know, the whole freedom of speech thing is just starting to become lost. Yeah, just uh, totally agree there. And before Neil comments, like our freedoms for so much shit that that's talked about all oh, this country, you know, I don't want to be, I don't want to live in America no more. Well, Hey, like New York is getting expensive too. So, uh, I, I love the city, but it's, it's expensive as hell. There's other places to go, but if you are so keen to want to move out because you, you hate what's going on, you know, I don't know what to tell you. Like maybe maybe you you do better in other places. You, you know the you know people that say, oh I'm gonna go to Africa or I'm just gonna go to uh, you know the Middle East and try to you know hug it out with uh, you know with people in the Middle East. You're delusional. Mm-hmm. Those people all oh, want to go back to Africa. You're delusional. You understand? You. You cannot believe that everything is as bad as you, you say it is. It's overblown. People like to overblown things because, again, it goes back to drama. They, they just love creating that drama. They love creating uh, ghosts. They love creating phantoms about how life is. You when can't say nothing, man. But yeah, yeah. finish it Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and and I'll I, I let you go on. It's not going to be long. You know, they create ghosts and phantoms. 
when their lives aren't as bad, when everyone has, you know, everyone has access to internet, to food, you know, Starbucks, all, all the amenities of a first world, uh, first world civilization, you know, and it's just crazy that people are so wanting to leave. They all, oh, they hate being Amer- an American, they hate living in America, but then they have all, all the freedoms. They have all, all the goodies of being an American and they talking about all this stuff and it's stupid. Mm. It really is. It really is. I, I just laugh at that, but yeah, go ahead now. Yeah. I was saying real quick. Um, yeah, I was just about to say, like, the thing about, I think social media just makes people just so miserable, <laughs> miserable, um, and sensitive yes. because you can't talk about anything while somebody trying to call you this phobic or racist, sexist, misogynist, all this other stuff. You can't say nothing. You don't just, you can't have an opinion at all. Or nope. people just, or people just try to mob up on you. Like, I was um, you know, scrolling down Twitter, and you know, with the whole, you know, Marvel trying to make Magneto and Charles black, and maybe Wolverine. They're trying to make those three black now, yeah. and you know, people are going to have their opinions. You know, we got minds. Yeah, you see people say like, why? You know, and that's okay. You can say why are they doing this, but nope, these motherfuckers. Oh, yo, you're racist. Yeah, you're racist. You, you don't want a black. You don't want any black cat. You're racist. You're racist. Like, damn. No, the people want comic accurate portrayals of their characters on the big screen. That's it. But it's like people just like, no, you're racist. Nope, you're racist. Nope, 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 nope. You're racist. You're, nope, 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 nope. Yeah, of course. Zero to 100. Nope, you're racist. You don't want to see black people prosper. You're racist. It writes you <laughs> off completely. Yeah, it's it's so ridiculous, too, because there are so many. And I was listening to another podcast. uh, Shout out to Drew Yari from the Drew Yari show. Uh, Really cool. Uh, We interact on Twitter. And one of his latest podcasts, he was uh, talking about uh, Marvel. And there's so many. And we know there's a lot of this a plethora of Marvel uh, superheroes and villains. You know, a lot of comic book characters, characters that we don't even know about. The the ones that we've seen in in the MCU, it's just a little pin drop to compare to what we have in the comic book world. Many many different universes and whatnot of comic book characters, and there's I, I guarantee. That there are a good handful, probably more, a bunch of uh, black comic book characters from Marvel and from DC. But we don't want to take from those. We don't want to already go into into the, the source material. We instead just want to take already iconic, established characters yeah. and turn them black, turn them Hispanic, turn them gay, turn them, you know change their gender, yeah. make them transgender. That's why I'm happy you suddenly took back Spider-Man. <laughs> yep. I'm, I'm glad. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad that Sony took Spider-Man because I felt like they would have changed like his whole story arc. And we don't need that. Like Spider-Man is oh. beloved by everyone and, and we don't need this. 
Your and parents, I'm afraid. They're pandering. They're freaking being freaking ridiculous with this crap now. This is if this is if this turned out to be true because it is still rumors. Yeah. I mean, it's talk, yeah. whatever. It's still rumors, but if this turned out to be true, man, like I'm done with Marvel, man. Yeah. Force diversity. Yeah. All these great black superheroes you got out here, and you're just like ignoring them. Screw them. Yep. Yeah, they, they people want to make Magneto. Oh, and they, oh, oh, here's the argument. Oh, oh yeah. Second year 2025. Uh, excuses, excuses, excuses. You got to update, update it. Up, it got to be updated, updated. This is with recent times. So, what's, what's going to be Magneto's motivation when if he's black? You know, if he's black, what's going to be the motivation if it's about recent times? What? Because somebody called him a, a nigger on fucking modern warfare? And that's yes. gonna make him. <laughs> that's gonna make him want to yeah. do what he do. Come on, <laughs> I kind of powers. find that strange too. If it's uh, if it takes place, if it's supposed to take place in like now, it's it's kind of weird. I mean, the the argument of of racism obviously is still alive. Like racism is still a thing, but yes. the segregation aspect of it is that's where the X Men really shine. Was the whole like. The whole point of X-Men obviously was, um, you know, minorities, um, you know, minorities being treated like crap, not having human rights. Yeah. And I get that. But in 2025, if that's going to be the plot, then, uh, yeah, that doesn't really make that doesn't make much sense necessarily, because it's like it's 2025. It's not like we're, we're not drinking from different water fountains anymore. Like, you know, I don't get that. Things going on, you know, well, you know, police and all the other stuff. All right, I get that, but oh, that's going to be his motivation to do what he's like. What are they going for? What are they going to go for? Yeah, I'm, I want to see how that goes, because I mean, like the whole, you know, they want to make Magneto and Professor X black. I, I don't really, I don't know. Not that I don't disagree. I, because I, I get the idea of it. Like they're mutants, and the whole you can use the whole argument that oh, it's a mutant. Mutant is not really you know, a certain race, like they're, I mean, they're not like, um, they're not tied to a race, as they say, like, kind of like aliens, like people like to use like the Superman when there was rumors uh, last year of maybe Michael B. Jordan could be the new Superman. And then people were saying, oh, you know, Superman is an alien. So you don't have to use, like, he, he could be any color. You know, they tried to use that little excuse and I don't even think that's legit or whatever, but yeah, you know, you could kind of use that for Magneto and, uh, and Professor X, but at the same time, I just don't understand the the like we're making them black. Tell me why are we making them black? Beside it being to have more uh, POC representation. If you flat out just say we want more colored people in the movie, say it. You know what I mean? Or don't try to dress around. Real. Don't jump around yeah. it and try to make it seem like it's something else. That's it's all like, I'm saying. Be real. Yeah. Shit. More yeah. colored people. That's it. Yeah, say that. Yeah, yeah. Don't, yeah, don't don't put your PR spin into it because it's gonna sound more ridiculous and people aren't gonna go by, get behind it. If you're honest with it from the jump, then people have more respect for you. But some of them won't won't watch. You know, yeah. they won't entertain it. But at least it's out there. Like the truth is out there, and that's what we want. We want more authenticity. And especially with how everything's being, you know, just one big pander machine just spewing out uh, and just spewing out characters, people of color, which I'm all for having, like, before everyone gets their pennies in a bunch, 
all y'all, 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 your Puritans, whatever the fuck. Like, no, we just love the source material, but at the same time, we were down for, you know, for diversity. Yeah. But it's an issue when diversity is forced, and also the fact that diversity kills. When you put too much diversity into every facet of society, it degrades the society. It basically waters down everything. And we need to have, especially with, with our source material for entertainment, comic book movies, whatever, what have you, just for society's sake, we need to make sure that nothing is watered down just for the sake of pandering and for the sake of diversity. Because the moment that you do that, then where is society? Where, where is it? It's gone because we just allowed everything else to come in and take over and they can start with movies they start with uh, other forms of entertainment it's going to spread into everything else and you see you're seeing that and they start with little things like this and they're going to move into something big and then we're going to just accept it and go along with it because yeah because people are just they're not going to they're not going to speak up because they, they don't want to they don't want to essentially uh, you know, get canceled. They don't want to get canceled. They don't want to get, you know, ridiculed. They don't want to get demonized for saying their piece, you know? And it's unfortunate. Funny how that ties back into cancer culture, huh? Yes, like everything. That, that's why immediately when you asked me, hey, what was the topic this week? I was like, cancel culture, because it has so many correlations to it. it it's just one... It's one big umbrella of things to talk about. And closing thoughts before we move on the last piece of uh, the news before I wrap this up. Uh, I want to say one more thing. Go ahead, dude. Yeah. It's just, this this thing has to stop, man. People are really becoming extremely sensitive. It's, It's really ridiculous, man. It's really ridiculous. It is. Like, it truly is, dude. To the point where, you know, like as I said earlier, that you can't say anything. It's your know, people are being silenced because they're so afraid of saying their piece because they're afraid they might lose everything. Oh, if I see this about this uh, thing, then the Twitter mob is gonna come and get me. That's the thing. People with this mob mentality. I don't like that mob mentality, man. It's, and it's, you always see these check marks do it. It's always see check marks. Yeah, the check marks got the they got the clout because they got the followers. So yeah. the check mark the check mark starts the mob and then their followers start it and then mm-hmm. you know, residual. It just it is a trickle down effect. Yeah. Yeah. Trickles down. Other people see it, yeah, yeah. And then it spreads out. Next one, you know, you're getting fired from your job and, you know, mm-hmm. whatever, um, you know, if you were a content creator yourself, you're losing, you're losing revenue because now people are not, you know, they're not uh, going to follow you or sub to you or anything like that, you know. Yeah, there was a week. Well, I, f- I forgot what week it was, but it was like every day somebody was getting canceled. Every day somebody was getting canceled. Literally every day. I'm like, all right, what the freak is going on? Yeah, it was a few months time. ago. I remember that. It yeah. was like, it was like back to back. It was the back James back, Charles. Man. It was um, 
what's the name? We just brought him up a few minutes ago. Um, it was James Charles. Uh, what's the other dude? Uh, uh, Pro Jared. Pro Jared. I think, you know, I don't want to speak ill of the dead, but I think something happened with Etika too. This was like maybe a month or two before he, you know, his untimely death. But I think something happened with him where people was trying to like cancel him too. Yeah. It was was a couple of other smaller people that a lot of people don't really know about. They got a big family, but they're they're not as big as Pro Jerry and, you know, James Charles and all that. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like back to back, back to back, back to back. I'm like, okay, what now? What now? Every time I look on the right side in the trending bar on Twitter, oh, cancel, cancel, hashtag cancel, cancel. I'm like, y'all think this is cute? That's the problem. Motherfuckers yeah. think this shit is cute. This yeah. shit is not cute, bro. There's no one is speaking somebody's out. Somebody's life ain't cute, especially over false allegations. You know, you got no evidence, but you're allowed to say I did this, and and it's fact. If you say I did it, it's fact. That's what I don't like. Yeah, they got the armor, man. Like, all these groups, the Me Too, uh, Third Wave Feminism, Pro-Blacks, you know, LGBTQ community, they all have that armor. So they can go, and this is what I was talking about when everything's being politicized. All these groups, they're basically political weapons. And it's going through all facets of society, you know, fucking things up, basically putting a stranglehold on everything, on culture, on society, just our everyday of life. Like we have to tiptoe. We have to essentially walk on eggshells because we we don't want to offend anyone. We walk around, you know, to the point that we don't even interact with each other. We don't. We're at a point when we don't even, like, there's not much of society, you know, left because no one is communicating with each other. No one is, uh, you know, being human. Yeah. We're being human. All, everything's being done online. You know, every form of communicating and reach now is all done online. And that's why there's a lot of suicide rates. There's a lot of depression anxiety because we cannot deal with being human we cannot deal with real life and you get all this that's that's actually a very good way of saying that we can't deal with real life yes we can't yes it's it's true and i saw a post recently that I, i resonated with a lot and it was um the post was saying like it was a girl saying how you know people with you know people that like to say you know my anxiety and you know, yeah. stuff like that. They have issues, you know, triggering to my anxiety, like stuff like that. <laughs> I had to get that out there. It was like, you know, you can't expect everyone to tiptoe around your anxiety. You yes. have to understand that people, especially people that are, you know, uh, closer to you or people you see more on a daily basis, they're going to have, um, you know, they're going to have to get to know you more and they're going to have to understand, you know, what, what affects you and what doesn't and you know they'll try their best i mean well most people will try their best to not offend you um and you but you have to understand that you can't just be mad immediately it's kind of the 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 same thing uh which probably would make more sense is like you know the whole gender change thing you know there's people who they don't believe they were born the way they were and if you feel that way that 
that's fine if that's how you want to feel. You know, yes. if you feel you're um, non-binary or, you know, you just feel you were born, you know, you, you were born a man, but you want it to be a woman and vice versa. That's that's fine. Right. But what I'm getting at is people that some people that, you know, change their gender, they expect everyone around them to immediately just start, you know, adapting to it. And it's going to take time. If, if you're a friend, if, if, if I have a best friend or even I'll say you, Caesar, because you're, you're one of my best friends. You're like my closest friend. If yeah. if you I knew you for what? Since 2003. It's almost 20 years. Now. Probably, yeah. Yeah. If tomorrow you grew up, you used you woke up tomorrow and said, you, you know, you've been living your life a lie and you want to be a woman and you change your gender and everything. And, and you do all that. I'm still going to be your friend. But it's going to take a while for me to adapt because of the fact that I've known you as Caesar Campbell for the past, you know, 18 years or so. So if you, you know, you change your gender and you want me to, you know, I want me to use the proper pronouns, which I'll do my best. But if I slip up and say he or or him, you know, a lot of people will end up getting upset and they'll be mad and they'll like really and they all the. You know, I've been uh, this way for a week or two or a month now, and people still don't get my pronouns right. And it's like, yo, you gotta like relax. Like we gotta work together. Yeah. You know, I gotta say, yes. people doing it to be a jerk. Yeah, for sure. For of course, sure. Yeah. but it's not. Most of the time, it's not like that. It's gonna take people that you don't know are gonna be jerks to you, but someone that's close to you, like a best friend or even a sibling, if you guys have a close relationship. They're going to do their best to get it right because they love you at the end of the day. So they're going to do their best to make sure they get your pronouns correct. But you got to work with them. You can't just shut down completely because they accidentally, you know, after calling you he or him for the past 18 years, um, you know, I, I haven't really gotten to say she or her yet. And it's like you you got to just work. It's like you can't just expect everyone to tiptoe around you. The world doesn't work like that, you know. Okay. It and you can't, mean. you can't just, you know, that that's basically why I wanted to get at it was that, you know, you, you, when you, if you have anxiety or you have situations like that, where you have your sensors get triggered or whatever, from whatever situation it is, you can't just be mad. If if you hear whispers and, con- and if loud people, loud abrasive people trigger you and it makes you feel some type of way, you can't get mad at the kids on the bus for being loud and, and triggering you because, their kids on the bus. Just like you can't get mad if you hear loud noises, you can't get mad for hearing people scream or it's just you gotta you have to I don't even say man up, but you basically just have to learn that this is the world and you have to adapt towards it. You can't just be upset with people that don't get it. Yeah. yeah. Cause sometimes, you know, you know, I knew I knew I know people that's you know trans or whatever, you know, and sometimes I slip up a little bit. But it, it's a mistake. I never ever try to go out my way to disrespect anybody that's you know trying to transition or anything. That's not that's not me yeah. at all. You know. But once I get it, get it, like I'm like, all right, I'm good now. You ain't gotta worry about that no more. You know, I'm all about respect. You respect me, I respect you. I don't care what you do in your life. It's all it's your life. Cause that's how that's 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 me, man. It's your life, man. You can do whatever the freak oh, you want. Sure. It's your life. We only get one life, man. One course, man. life. I'm a, you want you can do whatever the fuck you want with it, man. You, I, I, that's one thing I don't like. That people be trying to tell you what the fuck you should do with your life. I got yeah. one life. I'm on this earth. 
For God know how long, man. I could be gone tomorrow, man. And I'm gonna I'm gonna let you tell me what the fuck I'm gonna do. Fuck out of here. Yeah, to spend Especially if you're not hurting nobody. Yeah, to to spend your life living day by day by not living. It's really it, it's such a it's such a, a, a tall tale sign what's going on with society and people say oh well you keep talking about society you're a part of society too two things shut up okay we can't just go around tiptoeing and you see where where things are headed and it's so scary like I feel bad for a lot of the younger generation coming up my little brother he's you know getting up in there in age and I, I fear for him. I really do. And I know you have siblings, you know, uh, cousins, brothers, sisters, uh, whoever. And I know you're you're fearful for them because of not only the crap that they got to consume, not only food, but entertainment, uh, knowledge, or all this stuff. Like, we got it good. Like, for all the crap that millennials, because guess what? We're millennials by our age and whatnot. And you hear millennials getting, they complaining. It's like, how? How in the fuck are you complaining? It's just so, it's just, it just, it just boggles my mind, dude. It's just how, like, mm-hmm. so fucked up everything is. And, you know, all for information Rome. It's Room Prime or the Room Prime TV podcast. He, him. Oh, and this, I apologize. <laughs> and, and this podcast has triggered into my anxiety. Okay. Triggering to my anxiety? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Like, dude, shout outs to Paul Joseph Watson. Like, that dude has some good content. He mixed memes with a little bit of, uh, you know, Facts and knowledge, and he makes it very entertaining. He, he puts the truth out there, he puts the facts out there in, in a nice, you know, consumable uh, video format, and it's so hilarious. It's just, you gotta love it, man. I truly gotta love it when they just, you know, sticking it to these people are actually taking, they, they, they want to take over. They, they want to protest, and which I'm all for protesting, and take over. And essentially, they're afraid. They they, they hate clapping. They hate uh, strong odors. They hate talking and interacting and, and all this stuff. It's like, how are you going to take over? How? But yeah, it's it's insane that these same people that are with the cancel culture, they're afraid of their own shadow. They don't interact with people. They cannot talk to people. They cannot uh, surround themselves with other like-minded people because they eat. They eat each other. They eat their own, unfortunately. And just like with many, and I know, like this, we're short on time, but with a uh, whole Vic Mariana case with Vic, you have people on the Kick uh, Vic side just eating each other up. If someone in the movement says, wait a minute, like, even for us, that's kind of fucked up. And then everyone will attack that person for for not being 100% towards 
the movement or the cause or whatever. And all these all these movements have one thing in common is unorganized, is eat each other up whenever they can, whenever a person or a group of people within the group don't agree with everything 100%. And it's scary. Like, how are you going to be a part of that? Like, access of that. How are you going to be a part of that when that can even agree, that can even interact with people? You're afraid of clapping. Like, yeah, how do you live your everyday life if you're – if Someone clapping or chewing is like driving you, you know, driving me insane. Like a professor X. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like how do you, how does that happen? Like how do you live your normal life? How do you just, how do you take public transportation? How do you live in New York City? You know. Yes. How do you live in New York City where it's constant noise, especially in, you know, NYC itself, which is Manhattan? How do you like live? How do you, how do you do anything? How do you exist? They just do, I guess. <laughs> they just do. But, oof, guys, I'm going to call this a show, unfortunately. We couldn't get to a few other topics, but it's all good. We we had a good a good uh, conversation how a lot of things correlated back to cancel culture, and I love it. But good, good topic. Um, and dudes, ladies and gentlemen, for those who are listening and made it all the way to the end, I thank you. I love you. You're awesome. Please consider following the boys, Rome and Neil, on Twitter. For Rome. Thank you. At, at <laughs> you're welcome. At Romless underscore himself and Agent Neil. At Agent Neil123 and myself. Because, hey, you know, three is, three is a party. At Room Prime TV. And there's a lot of trends going on. I'm doing construction. The site is under construction, but still, please visit it. Also, a lot of changes to the show, you know, to the whole format. A lot of new ideas coming in, and I want to thank Rome for, you know, a lot of that. Uh, again, no like problem. he, like yeah, like he, like he mentioned, we've been like we known each other for a long time, so you know, we feed each other ideas, and they're usually good. They're usually good ideas. Like we we know how we think. So I'm I'm you know fortunate to have him here and also Neil. You know, all, all three of us were like a well or machine. You know, so that's why I have these guys on here, and I support them. Definitely check them out. Check their twitters out. Uh, everything will be in the annotations below of this podcast episode here so with that being said follow me at room prime tv on twitter roomprimetv.com is the website and also you can find me where most of my most of uh uh, wherever my podcasts like google google play soundcloud iTunes or Apple Podcasts for those who who are you know hip and hip and new wherever po- you listen to podcasts on I'm there just search Room Prime TV please check me out and I'll give get him up baby oh yeah for sure man give me a review give me a rating let me know how good I am let me know how shitty I am if I suck if I need to I need to quit this and go back to my day job 
please let me know. But we're all here to grow. I want to do this. This is my my hobby, my passion. So I want to do the best I can with this. So with all that being said, I've been Room Prime, he, him. The two fellas with me, Rome himself. <laughs> I've been, uh, I've been Room Prime. He, him. Also, he, him. My yes. Friend. Yeah. Uh, Rome himself. He, him. They, them. Yeah. They, they, them. He, them. Whatever. Uh, Agent Neil. He, him. They, them. You listen to episode ten of the Round Table, only on Room Prime TV. So that being said. I gotta shut the hell up because me rambling so long will trigger to my anxiety. So, guys, thank you for listening. I love you guys. Thank you for listening all the way through. And good night. Good night. Out of all my friends, only few remain. Out of all my hands, dollars I retain. From the few I loaned to and did repay me. Remember this song here, it's you who saved me. Out of all my friends, only few remain. Out of all my ends, dollars I retain. From the few I loaned to and did repay me. Remember this song here, it's you who saved me. Who's killing the killers, kidnapping thieves, selling bodies.